0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the My Pilgrimage podcast. It's been a long hiatus. We took three months off, but we are back at it and we have a few really cool episodes that we're going to be putting out in the next couple weeks. We have taken this this time off because Seth and I are actively looking for someone to help us manage the content on the My Pilgrimage website and the podcast. Um, We've moved on to some other projects that we're working on. Seth is working on his athlete project and I'm working on a bunch of different stuff and more to come on that later. But we are looking, so if anybody's listening and you are thinking, hey, I can, help, I can help with some of this content. I can help manage it. We have the podcasts. We have all the video series that we've created. And we have the books themselves. And uh, so if that's something on your heart and you're thinking about it, can you email me? It's MyPilgrimage3, the number three, at gmail.com. MyPilgrimage3 at gmail.com. That'll come straight to me, David Taylor. And we can have a conversation about what that looks like. And how it works. So, and and frankly, like kind of how we see something like this being managed. But um, it is time for us to find someone who can really, uh, really push this stuff forward. So I hope that's you. Give us a call. Give us an email. That'd be great. Um, Today, we are talking about a a term that is in pop culture. It's in mystic realms and, and new agers and Christianity. And it's in the religious kind of ethos right now. And that is manifestation. What is it? How does it work? And can you do it? Do you need to do it? Do you have to do it? Seth and I both have kind of slightly different take on it, but it's actually pretty, uh, pretty helpful stuff to kind of have this conversation about what what is manifestation and, and is it accessible for you? That's my dog. <laughs> so enjoy this episode and we will see you next week. Don't forget to email. Don't forget to comment if you like it and talk, let's have a conversation about manifestation over on the Facebook page, on the My Pilgrimage Facebook page. Thanks, y'all. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, long time no record podcast. Yes, we took a hiatus, a creative <laughs> hiatus. A well, it was kind of a, a, a holiday hiatus. It's been like three months, I think, since we put a podcast out. Um, yeah. Yeah. Definitely want to pick that back up. I'm going to set a simple goal of, of trying to put one out once a month right now. Um, you it, you know, I'm as busy as, as I can be with um, you know, new career opportunities and new projects that I'm working on me as well yeah. Yeah. yeah and so i care about this stuff and i really want to i still want to have these discussions so when they come up we'll definitely do our best to record them put them out there um we when want... we actually secretly enjoy this too i love it even though I even though dave it. and i talk you know on a regular basis it, yeah. these conversations are different because when you talk knowing people are listening the conversation changes to to a, it becomes we don't we don't have a lot of intellectual discussion
1: Right. Well, we you talk, we like them, how the kids you know, yeah how the you kids talk on, catch it up the about, do, kind of there's
0: stuff, a lot of storytelling yeah. you know i tell you yeah, stories yeah, yeah. about my life That's you tell story. me stories about your life yeah. but when we do this we actually get a chance to just like intellectually work kind of together, yeah kind of, kind fun, of knock you know. things around which is nice yeah. i have a few other friends that i can kind of do that with but um it's actually kind of rare for people to be able to do that and this yeah. affords a good opportunity we, we wanted to talk about manifestation yes. today um the there's this Wording. with a not hey with a quick nod to craig you know we talked about doing a podcast about evil as craig, well i think we'll, that'll be the next one yeah craig where you know down down under here well i think you know craig we're gonna talk we're gonna do one about evil yeah will be the next one we record yeah so, you know we can let's do that one this week man i got time i got a little yeah, time right now there's a little bit of a gap um between great. this and that so okay yeah um because it's calming down on the island a little bit in terms of tourism right now which is nice there's nice uh kind of a little bit of a lull i don't do that to you well not in maui apparently because christmas was busier than 2019 really i was bananas just in the last week though all these new restrictions across the country like because all the records are yeah, being yeah, broken, yeah, and, stuff and nice. we have seen a lot of cancellations of flights and a lot of cancellations. Uh, Canada, Canadians, you know, they a lot of Canadians come to Maui; they couldn't come, and yeah so we did see that. But it was it was insane down there, though, and the yeah. boat was just booming, and everybody's crazy, you know. Then, yeah. so, um, well, I, manifestation is one of these kind of funny things because uh, it's it's in pop culture because um, you, if you got like you know Ariana Grande telling, I just like manifested the thing, you know, and then you have. Yeah. <laughs> um you know what i mean like you yeah. just you know, I, it's every time there's an oscar winning you know thing the guys yeah. talk about But everybody's it. got that friend that goes when you say something negative like yeah it's shitty weather today they go dude don't don't manifest that man like you don't yeah, don't think that way right go, right what, what, and and what, and what we can about? we can we can point to a few few kind of uh cultural you know landmarks of you know kind of uh you got the movie that you got the secret books yeah yeah if that was you, big you were, when you, you read those you were, or you watched the film, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I watched the film and I read the book too, but I did it with a very critical eye on it because I was, you know, when I started really going, okay, I need to understand manifestation. That was obviously one of the big ones that was out there. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. yeah. Different, like different teachers that are very one. focused on it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Deepak Chopra, the, the seven spiritual laws of success uh-huh is is uh-huh. one of the true and that, that one's that one's very i mean if there's a book that compresses the entire concept into it to perfect language in a yeah. very very digestible way that's it agreed you know teachers like wayne dyer you know elizabeth hay a lot of that that you know um uh, you know they're manifestation teachers so. Easy tree <laughs> well there's a, and that has to be a part of this discussion, right? Yes, it, it does. Is, like uh, pastor, the, pastor, pop culture has to be part of this. Of this yeah. Discussion. I mean, yeah, that's the thing because all these, these huge mega mega mega, mega churches are, are essentially a, a religious They're a. It's, it's all that same language of manifestation dressed up in religious garb um, with this one little toxic element of having this kind of transactional relationship with, with a, with a divine figure, but it's. well, let, Let's talk about that because I think that we have probably have a lot of people that have come from that space first you know they're they're coming from a more religious kind of understanding the joel lostein um you know yeah. way of understanding the world yeah um does it work <sighs> that's a great is work question. a functional is work a functional word for this discussion <laughs> um it does yeah it's a totally functional it has to be the marker if it doesn't work it's not true um, but the thing is, the the nuance to it. This is one of the funny things I've discovered over the years of be, of learning to what the spirit is and how it works, is that you can use your spirit and manifest stuff with, and still be a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's the thing. We, that's the thing. We, that's very confusing. Because My apologies the, to our sponsors. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm in product sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah see they told us not to use that term too they said wouldn't you record please don't just we ask you not use that term or else we were gonna have four <laughs> <laughs> yeah um the no one it, thing, so you can totally one job, yeah. i had one job <laughs> i know but i agree like you can you can manifest things yeah and be kind of a selfish horrible human being yeah yeah and 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 it's because the spirit is it, you think of it like an operating system on a computer if you know how to use it it can work right and and so it's being a moral human being is not necessarily necessary to, to use it. Now does being an immoral or dishonest human being limit your ability to use it? Yeah, I would say so, because ultimately integrity and truth, if you see it, if you see it at a higher level, rather than seeing it as a moral concept, you see it as an energetic flow concept, Mm -hmm. then yeah. Being in the truth, moving and walking in the truth or in love or in spirit as Paul, the apostle Paul would say, there's going to be a greater flow of that energy. Sure. But, um, you know, ultimately, I mean, Jesus was talking about manifestation all the time. He spoke about it in, all the time. When? when, in what context? I want to name it The verse, lilies verse of the field chapter book verse. Yeah. <laughs> Consider gonna... the lilies of the field. Right. Yeah. Right. I had Solomon in all his splendor in hell. His manifestation was not arrayed as such as these. And yet, Right. The heavenly right. father takes looks after them, takes care of them. The big, biggest teaching one the one about the birds, right? He would use nature metaphors a lot because nature right. is a flow of abundance and, and sure. it's just a cycle of abundance. So he said to consider the birds of the air. They don't reap, they don't sow, they don't toil, and they don't even save up for winter. And mm-hmm. yet the heavenly father takes care of them. That's pure manifestation speak language because he's saying you don't even have to work. <laughs> <laughs> right. You don't have to save up or anything. And I put this to the test, man. I, I live in a flow and I'm just switching to a new, a next level maturity kind of thinking about this, but it was my goal to set out go, is that true? Do I not have to work? Do I not have to toil, save up? Do I not have to save up? And will I still have everything I need always, whatever I want, whatever I need. And I live that way now. I don't save money. I don't work. I mean, do I do things that bring money in? Yes, but it's not work. It's something well, that comes, I mean, comes that's just me. that's this now. You're just this is just you know, you are you're, you're mixing words up because you do work. I mean, I'll, well, I'll call it work well again, be, work yeah, I'm, is. I'm doing sessions right now and that's work works. is just a word, right? Yeah, exactly. Work is just a word. So work now in 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 this in the psychology field we call it a psycho spiritual state. Okay. So work is a psycho spiritual state of being. Mm-hmm. Play is a psycho-spiritual state of being. Right. You can you can have two guys doing the same job. One's playing, one's working. Yes, right. And so ultimately, work is tends to be in a blocked thing. It's done through the ego, where mm-hmm. play is done through the spirit. You observe a kid playing in a sandbox. He's playing, right, and he's flowing yeah. in this kind of thing, and it's and it's coming from the heart chakra. It's coming kind of right sure. here from the heart. Okay, okay. Well, then let me ask you then, because because your your experiment that you were doing, you know, for the last however many years, eight was, eight or nine, yeah, was I'm not going to go get a job. Right, But you have a job, you've created your own job, but you, but again, you don't call it a job or call it work because it doesn't feel or call like what you would, what the word work brings up. Yeah. But is this part of the, you were describing a new maturity of understanding. Do you look back now and you go all the way back to the beginning of the experiment and go, if I understood what I understand now, then would you have changed anything or was there a different, would there have been a different approach then? No, it would have been the same. It would have been the same because what I needed to first go into Was what I was looking for was a freedom of the mind completely to live in inside the flow that Jesus is talking about. So if you, I I heard something where somebody said, like, if all human beings disappeared from the planet, like today, Mm -hmm. like nature would take back over the cities in a matter of just a few months, like nature would completely take over. Yeah. And, and it's because nature lives in a constant growth and abundance flow of of creative energy. And it does it with itself. You hear about forests have this ability to maintain and love on each other and just and just maintain that. That's the flow. And I wanted to find that flow. And it was it's been very much part of my sole mission to come into that flow and to do that. I had to exit the mind, so I had to exit the brain space. So going to get a job, trying to figure out how to make money, trying to figure out how to invest money. Trying, you know, that's why anybody who's ever said to me, and you said this to me quite a bit, like over the years, like well, here, you know, here's what you really should do. I I, I basically made an oath inside myself that. All of that advice, all of that stuff, all of that. Here's what you should do. I'm, I'm just putting that aside for several years, yeah. and now I'm in a point where it's just all flowing, flowing, flowing. It's just a free flow through my life mm-hmm. like this. Mm-hmm. And now I'm kind of going, okay. So now that that's flowing, I have this energy flowing. Can I? When you say to- flowing, you're saying you have money now. Yeah, it flows to me. Money flows to me. Love right. flows to me. Right. Creativity. Because in the end, that's what the audience most most people are sitting there going, well, does it mean you have it's money? money? Right, because because everybody wants money right now of course in manifestation terms if we want to actually manifest we're talking about you know you can just manifest money and then you can realize that money doesn't make you happy and then you can be like well you know what's the deal or you can go get three jobs and work those jobs and realize and then realize money doesn't make you happy you know there's lots of different ways to create it manifestation is a energetic way of creating that money deepak uses the term abundance and that's what jesus was speaking to so when he said consider the birds of the air he was talking about a type of abundance that exists in nature Well, look at nature it has yeah. everything it needs yeah. right it yeah. always flows around it and he was trying to explain this to an audience that just like was stressed out all the time right well how are we going to survive so right the, yeah I, right this is in nazareth in, in israel the jews yeah. they're stressed out all the time yeah percent tax gonna rate <laughs> you know? all the time right all exactly time. so they're just how are we going to how are we going to eat yeah. and and so he's trying to explain that so he's going but look look he's trying to explain the nature of god now mm-hmm. when when deepak uses the term abundance and he talks about manifestation he's referring to that so he's saying it's not just money abundance is the flow of all things needed when we when you hear paul talking yeah. about the fruit of the spirit he's speaking to abundance this is all the things that come when you're right. operating it's not just money it's, it's it's not he talks about money. luxury that way too right he talks right. about luxury like he's he talks about how like if you're taking a the bubble bath. <laughs> I like, I like <laughs> how he says bubble bath. Yeah. You're taking a bubble bath, you know, and you and you're you're having a you know a glass of champagne or even just a, a cold beer or whatever, and you're, you know, relaxing. Yeah. He said that's luxury. Yeah. And you can have a bubble bath in any just about any rundown apartment in any anywhere, right? You don't yeah. have to be in a fancy house to to, to have a luxurious experience. Right. And, right. But your perspective on it has to be that. It has to right. be you start to become that understanding of yeah. it so it is so it's so it's interesting because for me it's a matter of perspective all the time my approach has been different than yours and that and not right or wrong but just it's been uh, my approach has always been well I'll tell it can I tell a story I'll tell a story real quick yeah, yeah, I you yeah. uh, and you've heard this story probably many times I years ago I was working a you know Never I get though. right I got married young I got kids young Then Marie and I decided to go to college, moved to Alaska. We're in Anchorage um, working, you know, at times two jobs, going to school full-time the entire time, both of us um, with a kid. And I'm in my, I was 23 when Andrew was born. So I'm like 25 when I was working. Um, We lived on a camp on campus at University of Alaska Anchorage and right next door is a hospital. And one day it was uh, like May I pulled a double shift working in the grill in the cafeteria and then working in the coffee shop in the emergency room, you know, <laughs> and, um, not the ha- you know, happiest jobs, really difficult. <laughs> jobs. Yeah. Great uh, stories came out of those jobs. So yeah, I know, yeah. know. know. good stories. After 14 hours, I'm walking home and my legs are dead and I'm walking back to the house and to the apartment. And, um, and then all of a sudden I got hit with all this joy, It just hit me like like it came from outside of me and hit me in the chest, and then it kept hitting me and hitting me to the point where I was jumping up and down with my arms in the air and hooting and hollering (laughs) in the woods for no reason. I mean, and I was like tears were coming out, and I was just like, (sighs) and I was being taught. It was the weirdest. It was a very mystic experience, and this is long before I had my kind of real, kind of full on, you know, deconstruction or whatever, white raven center thing. But I remember. Uh, getting home, and I said to Maria, "I I can work this job forever. I I could I could work at the hospital forever and be just fine." And I must have been complaining about the job at some point, but I, right, I right. she's looking at me and going, "What?" And I said, "You know, I I can just I can work anything. I can do any job. Right. None of it because it because because it's me. My like, happiness. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, my joy." I, it comes it's inside I, don't, I don't, you know and I'm, and my approach from then on and it had been to an extent already but it's like I was yeah. being reinforced by this idea of I bring I bring this passion and joy to whatever I do right. I bring the passion and joy to whatever I do and um, and so that has and that approach has manifested a life in which uh, for me manifestation has been a pretty simple process of like, well, what do you want? Oh, I like this. And then, and especially when we we ended up in Hawaii, I was like, I wanted this Mm -hmm. and I wanted to, you know, have time and I Mm -hmm. wanted to not have the, um, the, just the rat race. And I wanted to, um, I wanted to be with my kids more and I wanted to, um, go into the movies and I'm, I'm writing movie scripts and, and, um, you know, all these things kind of happen. And I, and I realize now for me, the process has gotten re- distilled down to a very simple idea, you know, mm-hmm. and it's, here's what I want. Of course, you see what I want. Universe, God, you see it. Um, don't need to really even shove it in your face. I'm yeah. just going to leave it out there like a, like a hot air balloon that floats around perpetually. And I'm just going to do today. And yeah. I'm going to do today is as, as, Present and as focused and, and present and at peace as I can, and then those things will all happen. And there's just this kind of a knowing of that now. And if I try and explain it to people, some people get that, some people just don't, you know. Yeah. some people go, Oh, that doesn't make you know, that's because it, because it is a faith thing, it's a straight up faith. Like, I just yeah. know that's you know, but it's a knowing, yeah. it's not really a yeah, but I'm not attached to it too. If it, if it didn't happen, I wouldn't be like, You didn't give me the thing. None of that would happen, you know. So yeah. but it's interesting. I'm gonna so when you and me four years ago, we sat on the deck of your house in Wailea and we were sipping an unbelievable scotch. We're watching the it? sunset. I, I don't remember, I think it was an open. I think it was open. Oh, well, of course. Yeah, but we're sipping this scotch and I'm watching the sunset. And at the time we were barely eating. I mean, that was our life. Yeah. And just just hanging on, you know. And I mean the I was in that I was in. Not the hardest part 2015 is the hardest part but i was in a really hard part and we were and we would be homeless literally just a few months later and i said man this is awesome and you said yeah i'll never forget you said everything's awesome nothing means anything <laughs> and, I, and i go it's like that and you go yeah it was like interesting you know Watching you wrestle that because you've done this thing, you work your, your ass off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you were coming to this place with this really important place that I think everybody comes to at some point, right. Right. you know, but what you do in that space is really important. You know, yeah. you're coming to this space going, okay. And confronting the meaning of true happiness and true joy, because it's interesting because, because, and this is most people, right? Most people's approach to manifestation is, is an egoic one. Mm-hmm. If I get money, I will be happy. hmm Mm-hmm. You know, and they have some pop culture references to concepts of, of live your best, life, half hashtag live your best life or whatever, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. it's some, the girl in a bikini on the beach on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And it says, yeah. you know, through God, all things are possible. Yeah. Well, that's why, <laughs> that's why I have a picture of, I have a picture of my kids at sunset on a beach on Maui on my, on my desktop here. And I keep it there now because I took this amazing picture and I posted it on Instagram. I was like, Oh man, you know, it's amazing. Not, three minutes after this picture was taken, I lost my temper completely. I just lost my shit. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I was so pissed On at my daughter. On the beach because, sunset? Because in, in the picture... Oh, no. In the picture... I'll show you. I'll show you. It's pretty funny, actually. In the picture, uh, Maverick, he's standing close to the camera and Kenya's down by the water and literally just a few seconds after that, Matt, Kenya just decided to pick up huge amounts of sand and throw it right in her brother's face. Oh, no. And he starts screaming and crying and That's I'm like just rule, like, get the <laughs> I'm just like losing <laughs> you know, and, and it's so funny because it reminds me that true happiness peace joy is an illusion sure right there is something that happens what you experienced on that tra- trail where that joy was hitting you mm-hmm. that's actually what it is it's coming from inside of us and our goal is to come in and make that more and more of a permanent reality mm-hmm. but this but this idea that once you have this you got that and dude mark yeah. our, our brother-in-law Mark said this to me the other day too he goes you know they, they told you. It was really interesting you have this weird moment of vulnerability at the holidays he goes they tell you once you get once you you know once you get this then you'll be happy once you get the the company they have once you get the money then you'll be happy you'll be satisfied he goes and i i got that now and i and it's i'm just waiting for when does that come yeah yeah, and yeah like, i well actually the when i had said to you you know when i was you know i said everything's awesome and nothing means anything i still completely believe that but now i'm at peace with that idea right because because now right. I go, uh, oh, nothing means anything. Um, now, you're means, now you're Solomon. Which means everything is meaningful. I can do it. It's just a big Be sandbox. Meaningless, meaningless. Yeah. Chase After the wind. And you right. finally go. And once you come to an acceptance that the meaning isn't this experience. This is just right. an experience. It's a play yeah. that's playing yes. out in front of me. And, that's what, and you had to find that from a place of, of wealth. Mm-hmm. I had to find that from a place of poverty. Right. Because when we were homeless for two days... And we were the first night we were on, on the we slept in the attic of a friend's house in our sleeping bags with our kids. We had to get them to school the next day. I still remember they were asleep in the sleeping bags and me and Amy sitting there and really close, be quiet. And she goes, Do you do you feel a very strange peace? I said, Yeah, like really like a heavy, mm. deep, profound. She goes, Yeah. I go, I think that's why we had to do this. And and I we just found it from the two opposite sides. Mm. We found it. <laughs> well, I I can say that for me, every time I get what I the thing, every time something that I had wished for, I've met, you know, every I "quote unquote" manifest or whatever, something happens and I go, holy crap, there it is. Yeah. Um, that process is getting more and more, um, kind of functional, less surprising, and and the I, I have less attached to it because like the first time when you know you you go, I, I should be content with this and you're trying to figure you're doing what mark was talking yeah. about saying like yeah. why am i well, i'm waiting for it to come um when you start realizing that that's not how it works you get a thing you know i, I want a really nice house yeah get the nice house and it's the question is okay now how can you bring joy to the world <laughs> you know with this yeah. house you know what i mean like yeah. h- how how does how does these experiences that you can now provide like now you got to go do it and yeah. there is a work. It's like, every time you get a thing, now there's work to do. And right. I, I always tell that, like, I always like, it's always like, here's, Oh yeah, I got it. Okay. What's the job. Right. Now I got it. Now I got to work. You know what yeah. I mean? And I've well, learned and that dude, that's and more and more the case, you know, for me, the, the thing I, is, is, this, is you good. have to switch to being a spiritual thinker to get this though. If you mm-hmm. do it through ego, your ego is yeah. just going to, your yeah. ego will hijack. How do I help the world? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause if I help the world, then I'll be happy Mm -hmm. how do do i I be creative how do i make movies because then if i make a movie then i'll be happy and the ego will do it that's why it's more important the operating system that we're functioning in than it is the thing we're actually doing sure and what what, i agree i think that's what i saw in you is i saw you start to switch more and more even though you had a spiritual perspective you you reached a space where you realize okay my ego was a big part of how i got to this place and now i have to let that go and let spirit take me into this space and that's what that surrender was. You were surrendering to your spirit as the primary operating system for your life. Yeah. Now I think the spirit had been doing all these things for me and and creating all this manifestation. It just it just was a matter of switching to like you're like you're saying, going, oh, there's this is all this is all spiritual. This is all this process is a completely spiritual process. In that that and for me that's and this is just for me, for me that's always meant that there's something to create. You know, and, and I, I used to ask, you know, I'd be like, I need to rest. And what i found now is that there's an obvious time is when it's time to rest. Now for me, I go, Oh, this is a restful time. And I I can take those things for myself now. I can say, you know, but then, then right on the heels of that is always like, there's something to make, there's something to create. There's, and I think that process is never going to stop. I think one of the things that like the trap that that maybe that Mark is in is that you think that you're going to get to a point where you can stop. Yeah, well, that's what the ego says. Yeah, yeah you can N-L-B- stop it. and, and you, Yeah, and you just go sit on that whole life's a beach approach of like, uh, and there are this island's full of that, right? It's full right. of dudes who <laughs> the like, homeless people like, too. Like all the homeless people yeah. on the island. Yeah, man. Yeah. Came here yeah, on vacation come and, come and so, to leave my family. Yeah, let me just come and sit on the beach, man. Like, I'm just gonna sit here. And they think that that sounds really enlightened when they say it. And you and I always look at go. So you're you're. That's all you're gonna do the rest of your life? Just sit on the beach? Yeah, man. Just sit on the beach. Like, can't beat it. I could i could probably beat it you know but it's interesting it's an important thing because the ego is a part of the creation process yeah but it has to be submitted there is a hierarchy to this and that's the thing it, it, there has to be a hierarchy even if mark's there going you know waiting for it to come he's never going to reach that spot no. until he submits his ego to his spirit yeah it has to come to this point where you're going it has to be deeper in this i was literally just texting with a buddy of mine because he's starting to do this thing now he's living this very mystical spiritual life and for years he was just like he thought i was insane and you know and didn't mm-hmm. trust in and you just new agey or whatever and all this kind of stuff and i and and now i'm like like he he, he posted this thing on twitter the other day about spiritual life and da, 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 And i said i said it sounds like a lot of new agey stuff you know I, t- I commented on his mm-hmm. thing and he's like yeah i became a mystic man like, of course you did okay what was it uh who was the writer he said he's a catholic guy he said uh in the future we will all be mystics or nothing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right yes. because yeah. you have to become a mystic by its very definition you have to become a mystic to accomplish true manifestation of joy peace right. happiness you know i mean you have to yeah. you have to it's a requirement of the human experience to become a spiritual human being living in your spirit as an operating system in order to accomplish true actual peace defining mystic obviously mystic for you and mystic for you know like our buddy sam who's a bit more type a it's going to look a bit different i think that i would i would i would define that as you have to become aware of that operating system and its function in your life and how to engage in it you know what i mean like i i was a a young man uh, looked me up um and asked for some time um with me about a month ago and and uh so I finally kind of, we got together on zoom yesterday and we were talking and And he's 18, really, really smart kid. Yeah. Um, Trying to figure, just trying to start figuring that out. But he's 18, right? You're looking at college, looking at what he wants to do with his life and stuff. And he's like, I'm like, so what, you know, what's the thing you're trying to, he goes, I just, you know, I don't want to get I don't want to get, I don't want to work at a soul sucking job. Right. And I was like, well, that's, that's not a real thing, you know? And he was like, <laughs> right. Right. Well, what do you mean? And I was like, well, there there are no soul sucking jobs. I said they're just jobs, you know. And I'm like, you you if you're gonna get your soul sucked by a job, then you you got to be looking at on the inside and figure out like 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 what yeah. I want to do. I said every job brings a level of experience with it, yeah. you know. I yeah. said whether that's good or bad is just a matter of perspective. I said you yeah. you know I go I look back and I'm I thank God for every quote unquote soul sucking job I ever had because now I get to tell stories that are. And I get to write movies and things like that about them, and and they're great, and they're applicable yeah. and they're helpful. I said, you know, as I was like, I think that the biggest thing that we can take is that this concept of like, like I was, you know, saying before, like the joy comes from within, you know, yeah. and yeah. It, it is a so so manif I guess I'll put, I'll put Dude, it this way. I- I want to say something about Yeah, on top yeah, devil, yeah no, no. Because I, yeah. I had a guy, uh, a friend of ours, probably listened to this podcast the other day. We were, we were chatting on the phone. Uh, you know, Nikhil, who's, who's a well known My Pilgrimage contributor. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, 20, 21 years old. And he, the other day, he was, I was chatting with him. And he was working. He works at a smoke shop and he was working. And he, he really? and, he, and he kept kind of ripping his job, you know, like, oh, his fucking job, you know. I'm like, hey, man, stop ripping your job, dude. Like, <laughs> you're, you're missing. Everything I go, every single customer, everything. Jobs are not meant to give you love and fulfill you and make you happy. They are here to teach you. Period. So stop ripping your job. Pay attention so you can learn the thing you're supposed to be learning about Mm -hmm. yourself. Mm -hmm. And you don't know where it's going to come from. Customer, manager, bad experience, tragedy, whatever. Yeah. You're here for a reason, embrace it, and then you will be moved somewhere else. And that's and that's the whole thing. It's just a matter of switching to spirit as an operating system. Keep your heart open. Yeah, and now the, where what gets weird about manifestation is that the higher, the more in that you are, your consciousness expands. As you heal, change, and grow, your ability to manifest starts to get a little freaky. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. can end up in a space that all those people are talking about that we don't understand, but we think we do. Yeah. Or you can start to just think about something. You put your focus on something, and it mm-hmm. appears. Okay, I'm so a, I'm at a spot where I can do that with smaller, smaller yeah, things. Yeah, me too. I'm at yeah. the smaller thing where, where, yeah. and it seems really easy. The small yeah. stuff is, is and, and, and not even if I, I wouldn't even call it small stuff, but I'm working now. Now I'm going, well, I guess we're going to aim big for these next, I have, I have some big things yeah. really big things now. And I right. go, but I, they, when I start tapping into that stuff, it feels the same. I go, right. Oh, it's not actually that big. Yeah. It's all the same to, you know, there to spirit there is no big and small there's no big or small there, and now now it, there is a relationship between the fifth dimension and the third the to non-linear space and time and linear space and time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's a relationship, so time becomes an element in the sense that if you were like well i want to manifest a, a yacht well, and i want it now <laughs> right and i want it now well spirit's <laughs> going to be like well spirit doesn't do it by dropping it on your head because that wouldn't vibrationally match the right. so spirit looks at your life and goes well we have to remove this this it, it's a hyper intelligent uh-huh. organization system yeah. so it, it's it, a it like completely. it looks to yeah. use a rubik's cube yeah it just yeah. goes well it's going to take about 120 turns on the rubik's cube to make that so here we go and, and then our job is to respond to that right and then it's manifest the, yeah, with small yeah. stuff there's not much energetic shifting that has to happen right. like last, last summer i was like we moved into this house and uh i i was moving my i have a charcoal grill and i've always been kind of a kind of a purist when it comes to the grill thing because I enjoy the charcoal and how that works, but it's a lot of work, you know. And it's a lot like, of work. Yeah. And eventually yeah. you're like, God, I don't use it, it does taste better though. It, it does. does. It does taste a better. No question. Yeah. But I got to the point where I'm like, man, it's a lot of work. And I finally said, you know, babe, I think it's time. I think I'm gonna get a gas grill so I can just, you know, pop it on. It yeah. yeah. She goes, okay. And I go, yeah. And she goes, she goes, manifest that shit. You know, shit <laughs> and, that kind of thing. and I was like, <laughs> That's the okay. And I just went, I just kind of set an intention. I literally just closed my of spirit, this is what I want. Gas grill. And two hours later, no mm-hmm. joke, two hours later, mm-hmm. our, our dear friend Sam sends me a picture of a gas girl. Says, hey, do you want this? <laughs> and I go, yeah. And he goes, my tenant left it at my, at my rental place and I already yeah. have a nice one. So, And it's in great shape if you want it, man. I'm like, yeah. dude, really? yeah. An hour later, he dropped it off. Yeah. And yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff is pretty common for me now. Right. So that's, that's, yeah. that's kind of easy. Now I'm at a point now where I'm going, okay, I've got this flow, this abundant flow. It's going like this. And I'm like, can I create little tributaries? Can I channel some of the energy towards this now? And that's essentially what manifestation is. I'm going to channel mm-hmm. some of this creative energy toward, toward this, or this or this and this. And I'm going to continue making things and I continue doing things. But I literally spend no thought energy anymore about how I'm going to get something. Right. Just don't. Right. No, because it's a, yeah. it's a total waste of time. And that's yeah. why I like talking impossible stuff. In fact, with Sam, you know, we've been doing this thing where we've been talking about manifestation and he was saying, like, how does it... Work and I keep saying, Well, what do you want? And he's like, Well, I'd like, I'd like, um, you know, there's some, and he starts naming projects he wants to do around the house. And I go, Well, no, those are all things you can do right now. Yeah, you can just do it. Yeah. Money, you sure. have the money to do it, and then you can just go do it. And he's like, yeah. Right. And I was like, What's the thing that your ego says you cannot have, but you want? Yeah. And he, and he said, I'd like to be debt free. I was like, Great. And you're like, and I just can't, he can't visualize that. I go, that's perfect. That's a perfect thing to go. Okay, let's start. Yeah. We'll, let's start talking about that, about working on that simple. Well, idea. And an important side note with this, yeah. most people like our buddy, Sam live in fixed income jobs right now. Not that he does. He still gets, you know, he gets his raises, his annual raises, and he gets this thing and he's in a union and all this stuff. But you have this and I can work some overtime mm-hmm. and get some mm-hmm. extra money, but it's tough because they live inside this box where it's like, but this is what I make yes and so busting out of that mentally going no no spirit can give you anything at once in any way at once all you mm-hmm. have to do is be completely open to it and then let your desire kind of lead the way yeah you know but you know the buddha said you know you use a thorn to remove a thorn and then throw both thorns away and he was referring to desire yeah it's a really important thorn because it helps us remove attachment right so yeah. we let desire lead us and then eventually once you're done with attachment you can throw a desire away too if you want right you know So even, even for me, like I want a, you know, and and some of my friends know this, I want a Jeep gladiator. I really have this thing for Jeeps, and I drive a shitty car and I've probably talked about it on the podcast before when you say, I mean, but I refused. I made a deal with God. Yeah. I said, I'm going to manifest this. I'm going to manifest the Jeep. Yeah. But I I said, "I'm, I'm going to manifest this. You're going to bring it to me in your time. And I will see it as a sign that it's time to do that. It's going to come when the engine on this one stops working. Right. So and it's hilarious. So every time that I get in the car, once I fill the tires up again and I, I get in the car and I roll the window down to make so I can get in the car because of the door handle snapped. Right. And and I adjust the rear view to look under the sagging carpet on the top and I turn the screwdriver to start it. Mm-hmm. Every time I do that, the engine just, just purrs to life yeah I, I can live i literally just left it and you're like damn <laughs> it, for three weeks in the snow i didn't even start it and i get back out there and I turn the screwdriver boom, great that's one of those cars at the end of the and it's like man great engine Gotta get a great engine great engine, Good and, engine. And, and, and but it's funny to me because i just because i feel no sense of discontentment or or unhappiness sure. yeah, or yep, yep, anything yep. anymore i used to yeah. have, of course a lot right because of that now i'm going okay and every once in a while i'll do a check-in i'll just close my eyes and say spirit can you show me where we're at with the jeep where's my gladiator <laughs> well, and it's funny because i'll see it as sitting in the driveway and it'll be in a phased state yeah meaning you can kind of put your hand through it and right, it's like so, not fully there yeah, it's not fully but there. it's getting a little more solid right. and every time you get in a car you start the engine and and you hear the spirit go are you not entertained well it's really funny because i'm I'm realizing that on a quantum level that's kind of how it works if if there is a timeline somewhere if i ever get the jeep which i'm going to like it's already here on a quantum field level it is that's physics man it's literally how physics works it's already here so in this dimensional state on this timeline the question is in what state is the jeep it's sitting out there the question is what state is it in i can't see it with my third dimensional eyes yet yeah if I close my eyes and work in the fifth dimension, it's there. It's just not fully there yet. Sure. So I kind of I, I, by there. the way, this is like the second time you mentioned fifth dimension. Just go ahead and define that for the group so they know. Dimension. Or Craig where posted, was it Craig posted? Yeah, Craig posted an upside down triangle kind of kind of graph thing the other uh-huh. day. So go to the Facebook page on my pilgrimage. Check this out. Scroll down till you see this. It's an awesome graphic. You won't probably, unless you've done some serious work with psilocybin or something, you won't understand it. But <laughs> But dimensions are when we're referring, this is where we're getting into quantum mechanics. It's just a way of talking about quantum mechanics. In you know, when we talk about the Planck scale, which is the line between the material, basically matter and uh, waves. Yeah. Okay. Because most of the universe exists in wave form, infinite potential until it is observed by consciousness. Okay, we know this? And consciousness solidifies it into matter, which creates this third dimensional thing. Like my hand is 99% empty space and I can still hit it. Right. And it stops instead of going through it. Yep. Which it would do if we're working on a quantum field level, but we don't exist at that level on this right. planet. So we but the fifth dimension, and when we're working in spirit, we're, we're on a soul level is 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 that's actually a soul, right. the soul exists in the fifth dimension. Now right. the spirit itself as an operating system can go much further. Right. It, we can go down to seventh, ninth, we can go all the way down to twelve. The theory is at the twelfth dimension, we are in it's God. Right. Right. That's, this that's man, God Deepak that's, sure God consciousness, right? Yeah, that's the yeah. oneness and and very few, if anyone, will ever reach that, right. that state in, the, in this body because the question is whether a human body can handle right. that or not. But a right? fifth Which dimension, if, if you if you learn how to operate or to kind of, you know, play around in the fifth dimension, it's just a simple understanding of that, that like what you were describing with the Jeep. Non-linear space. and non space. It, and it's hard to wrap your mind around, but you can. But I you're mean, working, a, essentially, You can yeah, the best way, the easy way to think about it is you're working on a plane of potential. Yes. Everything exists as potential. And, and it's just, and it's measured in frequency. Right, so, in frequencies. so the Jeep is at a certain frequency. The question is, can I sustain that frequency? Right. And once I can sustain that frequency, manifestation is easy. It just pops right yes, into the third dimension. Exactly. And that's when it can right. come in very weird, miraculous right. ways. Hey, you want this? Right. You know, that kind of thing. And I that's why sustain when I in the vibration of a, of a used barbecue. Right. So when I was described like this young man I was talking to yesterday, I'm trying to describe kind of non-attachment and how important it is to kind of, you have a thing and then there's non-attachment because when you attach to it, you're essentially not maintaining the vibration your, your ego gets involved and you start kind of, and it's, and it actually lowers that vibration. And, right. and I'm trying to describe, and the way I would describe to him, is I was just saying, look, you have, you have to learn how to enjoy the things you want now. Like, that's right. the best way you can enjoy it now. Yeah, you know, use your imagination, whatever you yeah. want to do, but you start to enjoy it now. I mean, in that sense, what you end up doing is you kind of op- operate just through gratitude all the time. Yeah, and I was thankful because you're always experiencing something awesome. Yeah. And it, once you once you're looking at your current life and you realize you're grateful for all of it, no matter where you are, I said you're in a really good space for right. to start understanding manifestation. You start yeah. just going, wow, because that's a really high vibration. Yeah. And and yeah. that's a difficult place to reach without doing some therapeutic work. It's a right. difficult right. without doing some shadow work and dealing with some of the trauma because that trauma is always pulling you back down. Right. And that's the thing is, and there might be people listening going, dude, if you want a Jeep, just go buy a Jeep. I can afford a Jeep. I can right. I could easily right now, I can go to a dealership, <laughs> and like this Jeep and bring it. You can it afford home. a grill. I can afford a grill. I I can afford a a brand new grill. I could do any of those things. But I'm working (laughs) on manifestation because the thing about it is that when you to do to manifest, you have to be in the spiritual operating system. And the spiritual operating system, your spirit, does not allow you to be unhappy. Right. It's a prerequisite to manifestation, to be in deep contentment with with what is. And so I can accomplish a Jeep with profound levels of peace and joy. And no sense of discontentment. And the way you see discontentment in someone that's driving the badass car is that their their ego is constantly aware that how much love they're going to get from driving this car. Right. Right. I pull into the parking lot and I'm aware of that girl that I just drove by that looked at my car and said, "Oh, dude, cool car." Right. And (laughs) what you want is to be completely free. Quality girl. Quality quality girl. Right. What you want is to be free of that voice. Yeah. So that I want a Jeep, and I want it to be free of any burden to parent me. Right. But right. one could argue, one could argue that then the true test of that experiment is once you have it, you know, yeah, it, yeah right. Once you have it and now oh. you're driving in your Jeep and now, because it is inevitably like I I will, I'm not going to lie. I want a badass sports car. Yeah. You know, and it's just because I love the idea of sitting in a sports car and driving really fast, but on this island, especially if I go rolling through Kihei, you know, Lamborghini or something like that, um, you're going to get all of that, right? Right, right um yeah and and so this is the 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 thing where you go well, okay well we've we've hit the um uh, i don't know what's the the crossroads here the thing that the crux, that, the, crux. the crux of the problem and this yeah. is it this is the crux of the problem so let's 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 hit this you get what you want yeah it, it doesn't give you the contentment but you get the ego hit yeah. from it yeah what do you do now well and that again depends on your paradigm. So, if your paradigm is, if your paradigm is one of the spiritual things, then we use it to heal. Mm-hmm. So, like when i the first time I bought a that badass vehicle, when I bought a, uh, I bought a Dodge Durango, really nice one. I was mm-hmm. working part time, making ten bucks an hour at Starbucks. Yeah, we needed a car because we had a little Volkswagen Rabbit and we had yep. a second kid, and we yep. went to a dealership and I looked at this fifty thousand dollar SUV and I went, I want that. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Amy goes, Whoa, we can't afford that. I said, Our loan says we can afford that, and I is it. I mean, I was doing this whole Scott real thing. Like I can just, if I desired, I can have it. Right. She's like, well, I don't think I go, well, you just test drive it. Like, Cause I knew it would nail her, you know? So she test drove it and she's like, yeah, that's pretty sweet. Well, I got it. And right away the voice, I pulled up to Starbucks. I heard this voice. Now they'll see how successful you are. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the hell because i was mm-hmm. learning to hear that voice mm-hmm. and i started pulling up to intersections and oh man maybe that girl will see me in this car and i started realizing like i'm the most insecure person on the planet apparently and uh-huh. and i and i didn't know that before uh-huh. and i and i was that before i just wasn't aware of that and so something about the contrast and that's about sustaining the vibration the mm-hmm. vibration of abundance of this vehicle was really really high uh-huh. i wasn't at uh-huh. that and as a result I was able to, it's almost like skiing at night. You can see the terrain better, you know, because the yeah, contrast of yeah, light and dark. Sure. So I could see it and I could hear it. And I was, and the vehicle ended up just being an absolute disaster. Never could, could never make the payment it within a year and a half. The engine had completely exploded Nothing. But <laughs> <blooded> <laughs> the entire time. I ended up, it ended up sitting in a driveway because yeah. we, we ended up having to get it repossessed. Yeah. And, and it was, and oh my it was, gosh. It was every, oh, I forgot about it. That, that did and happen. We then. still owe money on it. We still owe money on it. We're, oh, we're we paid off here pretty quick, but you're was, like Robinson Cano. I am like Robinson Cano. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Explain how <laughs> the Seattle Mariners thing where, where his contract, right? Oh, you're yeah. still paying on that contract. Yeah. 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 Bad decision. Yeah, and, bad decision. and the great thing about it is that because it, it, it gave me everything it was supposed to give me. And the question is, did I have the paradigm to receive what it was trying to teach me? And luckily I did. I was able to go, okay, I, I to this day, I still call it my ego mobile. And it was here to show me, teach me, kick my ass in a million different directions. Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful for it. And the next time that that vehicle comes, it'll come in and I'll be v- resonating at the same frequency mm-hmm. and it will be a complete thing. And so there will be no voice. There will be absolutely no voice saying. You're cool, you're not cool. It'll just be pure enjoyment mm-hmm. of this beautiful thing. A little bit like, you know, when you go like now you enjoy a good vacation or a good bottle of scotch or you do enjoy those kind of things. And I I, you know, I still my if my life is very much about keeping my ego in check. I was having it was interesting the other night. Um, I went to buy a bottle of scotch. So, so the, for the listeners, you guys are probably aware by now that Dave and I love scotch. Okay, it's <laughs> one, one of our favorite things. I, I made out on Christmas too, man. I did some. I got. I, I, I didn't some. get one single bottle. Not one. Oh, bottle. are you serious? Yeah, not one bottle. but my birthday, I know I will. Every every on my birthday, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Wow, scotch, I'm sorry about that. Yeah. No, 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 dude. You, the pair of shoes, but we were awesome. And oh yeah, you like that? <laughs> yeah. Um. The. Anyway, the, it was a. uh, uh, I'm looking at the scotch and I and what I kind of scotch is it at first what'd you get well that's part of the story okay good I, you know I, I I love to just sit I'm in this giant yeah. store and get, the collection there's amazing and I'm looking at it and I'm going and my, I said I'm gonna get myself a really good bottle of scotch here. Mm-hmm. because I can I can afford it Yeah, you can Why afford it? it Yeah. I haven't allowed myself to build some sort of cabinet or a collection yet because I'm waiting for certain benchmarks in my life to do that but I but then I went and then I realized something I was like if it's always awesome all the time then it's never awesome Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and I went yeah. and I like right, right there. I could hear my ego and I'm going, okay, I'm setting up a rule. Every fourth bottle of scotch, I will buy myself something nice. And I'm not going to allow myself more than one bottle at a time. Unless it's mm-hmm. my birthday or whatever. And somebody mm-hmm. buys me some. And every fourth bottle, I'll buy a nice bottle. Yeah. But I'm going to drink average at best scotch mm-hmm. most mm-hmm. of the time. Yeah. So that that good bottle still, I can maintain the illusion that it's special. Yeah. Cause it's just illusion. Right. Cause it's all good. It's so about a $20 good. bottle of shelled egg, you know, Did which you really? they, they make a decent bottle of scotch, man. And it's, it's not bad. It's 20 bucks. It is. I got an island and, I, and I, it's actually decent. They, but, there's no bad. There's no bad whiskey on Isla. Right. Not, yeah. Exactly. And it's, and it's a, and it's a value scotch and I bought it and I'm like, and I was like, Whoa. And I could feel it in my spirit. It's going, yeah, buddy. Good job. That's, that's the thing. We're just going to live in this space constantly. And it's for me. It's v- very much about keeping the ego in check, and checking. as long as that's the case, the manifestation is a continuing process. Right yeah. now, I'm working on the car and I'm working on the house. Yeah, because my kids, my kids are old. They need they need their own. They're nine and, nine and almost eight, and they need their own bedrooms now because they've yeah. been sharing a bunk bed for years. And so yeah. it's time to it's time to get serious about it. That. And that's where my spirit to 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 play in how that interplay with the third dimension comes. For a while, it's been going. You've got to. You've got to get better at doing business and now it's time to take all that abundant thing that's rushing through Mm -hmm. and instead of just burning it because it's fun, it's time to start channeling it in interesting, creative ways in order to build wealth. And so I'm doing that and and you could say, yeah, but you're the one making the decision to build wealth. I am doing it at the prompting of a spiritual operating system. I am responding to it because I must, because if I don't, I will literally feel my whole system shut down. Okay, so let's, I think that's a good way play way to wrap, um, kind of a last thing to wrap this up, okay? Yeah. Because we've been talking over and over again, and really the key that the main theme through this whole thing is about listening to spirit, yeah. about being, having a spiritual operating system. Yeah. that if, and, you can't, and if anybody here is going to read about it, Deepak Chopra's The Seven Spiritual Laws of oh, Success. Oh, it's the best book. Lead I'm actually, I just reread it. I've read that Dude, thing. I read it so many times. Forty-five yeah. minute read. It's a, it's 45, a forty-five minute read. read. It's the easiest read there is. It's the seven yeah. spiritual laws of success. And, but, and I will. And but one caveat to it, he mm-hmm. doesn't mention like many teachers that talk about the law of attraction. They don't talk about shadow. They don't talk about trauma. Right. And it's important to recognize that your trauma will come into play and that healing is necessary mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that's what's blocking you. So when they say, "Don't be attached to the outcome," mm-hmm. that's not that easy because right. your ego is going to go bananas because that high vibration of that dream you have right. is going to trigger the low frequencies that are jammed up in your body. Mm-hmm. And so you have to have a paradigm for that. So be aware yeah. that when you imagine, I do this all time with clients. I have a professional soccer player the other day. I'm having him visualize himself scoring goals at, 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 for an MLS club. And he's, he's, you know, he's a, oh, he's a college, he was a college kid mm-hmm. and it triggered him, triggered mm-hmm. him really bad. And all of a sudden mm-hmm. all these soul parts, all these parts of him that are like, you don't deserve that we can't accomplish that mm-hmm. that's not mm-hmm. safe mm-hmm. are coming up so we're healing 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 and we're mm-hmm. raising its frequency to the point where it's going to feel very natural to have mm-hmm. that type of dream yeah. Right? yeah and then it will manifest right given right. so uh, footnote um there's a children's version of that book by the way i don't know if you oh, really it. and it's freaking brilliant is get it, really? it yeah buy okay. it and read it to your kids because he just basically takes it and he says here's this spiritual, here's how to explain this to your kids. And it's oh. so helpful. I, I, I still use so much of that stuff, man. Like there, I remember he's talking about uh, every time we make a choice, we change the future. He was talking mm. about it, like things like this, where he just yeah. like, Oh man, kids can understand that. They yeah. can, they can wrap their heads around some of these really, really super deep concepts, you know? And so yeah. look that up. I think, yeah, okay. I think you dig it. Um, How's that? How's that? So, so in terms of an operating system, I, for me, I'll just go first and then you can wrap this up. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I have tools, you know, I use tools to do that. My my meditative practice is that yoga, which has come back in in a big way. And it's been just incredible. It has been that for me. So the rest of the time, um, those, those two things are the things that help me just, it's just, they ground me in, in that spiritual operating system. It's like when I get up in the morning, sometimes I'll get up in the morning and I'll just put my legs over the side of the bed and I'll just be like, Oh, I'm already there. I can feel that I'm okay. in that spiritual operating system is my primary system. It's working and it's doing its thing. And I don't, those days I go, let's just get to work, you know, let's start writing. Okay. Let's go hang okay. hugging my kids, that kind of stuff. But the other times when I get my, you know, when I get my legs kind of hung over the side of the bed and I go, Oh man, I don't, I don't feel it. That's when I go, okay. Well. The, the other times um I go, yeah, I, 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 I need to, Gonna meditate right now, or I'm gonna meditate after I have some coffee or whatever. I'm gonna go sit down in the living room. I always get up when it's dark, so I always right. get up before the sunrise. And, and for me, that's a really peaceful time a day. And then I'll then I'll um and then the yoga thing that's come back in for me has been um such a gift, and partly it's because for me, and I can't speak for everybody, but for me, I'm a, um I'm an athlete, you know, I've always been an athletic person. I found that that for me that physical movement and breathing and mindfulness exercise, even if it's just 10 minutes um, oh. is incredibly helpful. Like, I mean, like it heals my body in ways that I just so quickly, it's just remarkable. Mm. And I've had a shoulder injury for five months. I'm going to play golf or anything like that. And from right off the bat, when I realized that I had this injury, I started hearing spirit going yoga, yoga. Cause I used to yeah. do yoga in, in, in Alaska before i moved to hawaii i did yoga all the time and then i moved my move here and every studio i'd go to or every place i'd go to do yoga whatever you'd end up with vacation yoga or what i just call maui yoga which is you know 25 year old instructor you know wearing next to nothing who's just beautiful and then the whole room is full of beautiful 25 year old surfer girls and then like two dudes that look and smell like jesus and they just <laughs> and you're like and i'm this 45 year old Dude with a dad bod and bald head and just kind of, I just would feel pretty out of place and yeah. and that's my own ego or whatever. But everybody in the audience is like, how do we, how do we do this? <laughs> <laughs> I just feel so like, right, right. So anyway, I've been I I started asking spirit. I said, spirit I need I needed yoga. I need a yoga studio. And when when my shoulder injury, I was like, that's what I need to heal this thing. Like, yeah. and I'm not you know poo pooing doctors or anything. But but with shoulder injuries, it's like, oh, we got to do surgery. That's, that's that's and I just was like, I'm not doing surgery. Yeah, and so I, uh, I, I was on uh, the Apple TV the other day going to watch a soccer game. And I noticed that up in the top right-hand corner, there was those rings. And those are rings on my Apple Watch. I had this Apple Watch. And I, yeah. and I was like, oh, what is that? And I go, oh, it's a fitness. They have Apple Plus Fitness. I didn't know this. I, I'm sure I'd heard it someplace, but I had never registered that that was on there. And I go, right. I open it up. And there's like everything. There's like meditation. There's uh, hit training. There's rowing. There's all these things that I love to do. And there's yoga. And I was like, hmm. I open up the yoga thing. And it syncs with my watch. And then it does all this. And then I just go down, and There's like hundreds of yoga, yoga classes of yeah. these yoga episodes. And I just go down to I go scroll all the way down to episode one. It's gal and Jessica, 25-year-old, gorgeous woman, you sure. know. Yeah. But she's in this studio. But what the key is behind her, there's this dude with a dad bot. And I was like, <laughs> and like, I can't remember his name. It's like jay or something like that or dan or something and and she'd be doing the things you know you know we're going to do this you know put the right hand under and take a deep breath if you need to just move your hand ray's got you or something like that you know and yeah. i'm like yeah Ray, you know he's and i'm looking at him and he's <laughs> doing the dad bod adjustments like, i can't quite move like that you know so and yeah. I, and it was awesome and at the yeah. end it was crazy i just, the first one i did was just 10 minutes and i'm sitting there and we're doing the little kind of you know namaste and I just started bawling, I just started crying. I just sat there and I just sobbed and I was so, it was just gratitude. It was a gratitude sob, you know, yeah. when that happens and I'm just sitting there going, thank you. Cause it was such a blessing. Yeah. I've done it every day now. And my shoulder and I'm not joking yeah. in three days, I've done it in three days in a row. It's almost hundred percent. And I went from like, literally like pain in every movement to now I can just do this and I, and it's all, it's remarkable. Well, and I've been doing massage therapy is. and chiropractic and I've been doing acupuncture. Nothing's worked. This is on Apple TV, Apple TV. Uh, yeah. I'm going to check it out. I have that. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. It's a top yeah. row on the far right um, on the apps screen. And I, um, and it's freaking awesome. I just, yeah. uh, I've been so pumped. So anyway, that's Dude. my thing. I, those tools are the things that help me. And then the rest of it for now, it seems pretty easy. I think the biggest thing that the last thing I'll say is, patience is the key you have to be right. understand exactly what you were talking about before that the linear time thing is not really helpful in this situation no. thing yeah. that surrender think, is helpful yes yeah, surrender, is, surrender the helpful is, is the key to the whole thing is that we yeah. let go of, that's and that's the tough one we let it's harder for younger people it's harder for your nakils and you know and like this kid i was talking to is it's really hard because they want to be famous now they want to be wealthy now they want to have everything now because all the right. rap music and everything they listen to tells them that they need the money now right right right, <laughs> right, right, right. In, fact, in fact the kid i was talking to yesterday his name's asa great kid he was saying he goes rap music oh rap music everyone is just money i got the money i got the money and he goes and these guys are all young and they're all and i'm like yeah and they're all like unhappy if you talk to the old rappers right, <laughs> talk- right 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 find an interview with chuck d right you know what i mean and 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 say Whoa. or just listen to his the music he's made yeah the and you listen years. to the music he's right now it's and all it's about all peace and love and joy and <laughs> happiness and like, yeah. exactly because they're going oh it didn't really actually scratch that itch at all so yeah. to fight yeah. the power it's embracing power you know Like right. right. you know, yeah. Yeah. yeah anyway well, that's I'll my fin- job I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll finish it with this like when you when dave says uh these are my tools there are certain tools that are designed to that, that only your spirit can do so it activates that operating system right and it challenges the ego operating system. Meditation is the key one, yeah. um, but there's all kinds of different tools that you can use. But any type of deprivation tools is helpful. Fasting, mm-hmm. you know, limiting, taking the, the appetite that your ego wants the most. You know, for me, I'm, you know, we talked about we're doing a dry month. Yeah. I love to have that drink, my alcohol. You know, my, I'm not an alcoholic. Ego loves it, and then we'll, every day do that. I don't know, pour myself that scotch and, and sit down and relax. So depriving that. Is something that is done through the spirit and it challenges the ego meditation does that yoga exercise any any of those kinds of things and healing work is is a really really key thing to the whole thing i mean when i what well, i help people learn in my practice now after we, we do healing and we i teach people a lot of attraction how to how to do it and how to do it effectively and it always involves healing mm-hmm. always mm-hmm. involves dealing with the traumatized parts of us that cannot it cannot vib- vibrate at the level of the dream that we have. And so I'm constantly trying to show people the difference between a dream and a fantasy. Yeah. A lot of people live in their They don't have a dream. They have a fantasy about mm. they see themselves playing in the world cup or something yeah. like that. That's but it so. functions like a drug mm-hmm. from a vibrational level. It's just a high vibration. You can plug in your arm for a while. You can medicate off it for an hour and then you can go back to your pain. Right. You know, but what we have to do is learn how to use that vibration to pull us forward. And that sure. involves work. Yeah. And spiritual life is about a response. Manifestation is about a response. We activate a desire and then we respond to how that desire pulls us forward like a tugboat. Yeah, that's what well i And it's beautiful, man. And you can go at it from multiple levels. You can go yeah. at it. I mean, you can you can, like I said, you can work your ass off, get all the money, realize you're unhappy, then learn this stuff. Right. Or you can uh, try to manifest, go through a lot of pain and shit while you heal, and maybe you know have days where you don't eat so much, and then and then you can learn how to manifest, and then you can do that. But the key to the entire thing is in the end, and I tell this to everybody, including the professional athletes I work with, is if we become successful, and but we're not at peace and have true joy in our hearts, and we have completely failed in this process. It has to be the marker, and I'm out to prove that players can reach Michael Jordan level greatness and find and still have have actual peace and joy in their hearts yeah yeah so cool yeah Yeah, so you haven't tasted that scotch yet, or you didn't i i had a tiny sip of it right um i had a tiny sip of it and then my my body was like dude I need. I, need a I, had, I had the same thing. My friend Paul came yeah. back from. He's from Ireland. Neighbor Ireland over Christmas, had seen his family, and um, and he's a whiskey guy, and he brought me back a bottle of Scapa, which is from Orkney, which is oh, wow. from northern Scotland, which I'd never had before, and I always wanted to have it because the, I know the, the Highland Park, you know, is from Orkney, but this is a small distillery in Orkney. Yeah and uh same thing i opened it up and i was like it's try January and your hand i was smelling it and then i was like oh, you know what i'm just gonna give it a little taste i mean i tasted it and i was like oh it's incredible then i was like dope not stop stop because i'm yeah. doing this i am doing doing like, why well, and my body it wasn't even my ego my body went i need a month i and do I need i like, know oh my I just the I holidays, the holy thing. smokes yeah man, i <laughs> had our cousin here for the holidays man oh man oh uh, amount of amount of on dude just the amount of champagne consumed on new year's eve was just jaw-dropping like yes. it was and my <laughs> liver was just dying i was like i have right, to right. i have to clean out <laughs> so. yeah do my men's soccer team we played on wednesday night my men's soccer team always has a tailgate at the end like a guy yeah. has a cooler as that is over yeah, 40 sure. men's soccer yeah. and he hands me a johnny utah it was a really good beer and i just took two sips and i'm sitting there going I'm just going to pretend to drink. We're hanging out with the guys. And I walk back to the car and I drove and I'm literally driving down the highway, dumping it out. <laughs> Cause I'm just like, as much as I love it, I was just like, I need a month. Yeah, so need a break. And, it, and it's, and it, and what's funny though, is that I'm a few days out from that now. And right. now the Jones, the Jonesing started Cause my brain is going, where's the drink? We had a drink mm-hmm. for a long time. Mm-hmm. And, and so now I'm watching that. And and that's when actual ego discipline comes sure. in. Yep. You know, yeah. Yeah. No, so for me, it's a sunset every night. Like same way the sun, when the sun begins to get low, that always I have this kind of a Pavlov's dog response. I should be sipping like a a cold white wine or something like that or something like that. That's the response. You know, Maria and I often just sit on the porch out here and just sip a little champagne or something like that at sunset. And it's a wonderful routine, Yeah. but yeah, I get that. And so what I've been doing, and this is really helpful, by the way, I get, um, I just do, pellegrino sparkling water over ice and i squeeze a lime into it and i do a little garnish just because that is part of my little routine it's helpful and i'll do that and i'll sip it and i'll sip it like it's a cocktail yeah um and it's it's nice it it really actually kind of satisfied if you're in seattle in the middle of winter what what, our version of that is just tea i drink tea right oh of course yeah 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 Uh, no of course that's how i've been doing is every time i'm jones and now i just drink i drink some tea and right now and I will say this: January twenty fifth is an exception to the to my dry January because that's Robbie Burns night, right? And that's Burns oh night. Robbie Burns night. Oh, and I'm hosting Burns night at the house. We're gonna get a yeah. haggis. We're gonna have a yeah. haggis, we're having a haggis flown out. We're gonna and we're doing so. There's gonna be a lot of whiskey that night. Yeah, <laughs> gonna, <and> I'm <laughs> nice. glad I'm not driving that night. So it's 25th. Gonna be, we're gonna we uh, we're gonna be doing three days at St. Katie Lodge, and uh, and I'm trying to decide if if I'll break it for that, but I don't think so. Right. So right. Cool. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. All right, my friend. Thanks, man. All this right was excellent. Uh, yeah. to our friends there. Mypilgrimage.com. All of remember the videos are all there. Everything's there. Share. Tell Please your share. tell all share your porn addict podcast. friends because we know you have them. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I want we want to say, like, we you know, we still care about the porn addicts. That's just how this whole thing started. And yeah. we want people to, to kind of find yeah. this content information and stuff. And and also if you want to help, uh, help us spread some of that or maybe help manage some of that. We're talking to some people. Um, we need that help. Yeah. Seth and I are doing lots of other projects and creating new things, but we need people that are willing and they're passionate about this, this subject matter and want to help us. So look us up. You can email my pilgrimage, the number three, my pilgrimage three at com. All right. All right. Peace. <laughs>